Welcome to, Thanks 2023, on Echoes of Holiness Radio where we are dedicating this week to say, thank you, to those who have walked before us, and thank you to all who help keep holiness echoing across the world right here on Echoes of Holiness Radio. Welcome to, Thanks 2023, we will have some free gifts so stay tuned. Some comments of, thanks, and testimonies scattered throughout the week. The Barbecue Man will be joining us on Tuesday as we auction off some of the finest barbecue sauce available. Write down this email address and be prepared to bid. EOHR at echoesofholiness.org. All donations for the barbecue sauce will go to keeping holiness echoing strong right here on Echoes of Holiness Radio. What better way to start this week off than with the cross? Our family was in the audience when this message was preached and then have our young people come up after service and say, that was a great message. That was like the best message I've ever heard. Can we get a copy? I want to take it back to my lost family. If you get a chance, tell Brother Jeff we at Echoes of Holiness Radio say thank you. Thank you for preaching to our families. Thank you for listening this week to Echoes of Holiness Radio. Somebody's been working, and I thank the Lord, uh, Brother Braxton, for providing the provision and the ability to do it, but I appreciate the people that actually done the giving, Archie, and actually done the labor. I appreciate them as well. And the Lord has got uh, lots of things He can accomplish. He could use angels to preach if He wanted to. But uh, he chose men to do that, people to do that. And I'm glad there's folks that's willing to actually do the labor. I guess the Lord could speak anything into existence, Brother Archie, that he wanted. And just say, let it be, and it'd be that way. But uh, he's called us to have a part. And I, I appreciate all those that have labored. And I'm glad for the chance to be here today. I want to read in the book of 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. And uh, I need your prayers that the Lord would help me. And uh, I'd like to be able to be a blessing today and a help to you. And uh, trust that the Lord will help us. And I know time's uh, passing away. i got to tell you, I'm, I'm amazed at how old some of you are looking. Amen. My wife and I were discussing that last night, and I... Then I begin to wonder, Brother Danny, about how I looked. And I guess it's probably, probably about the same. But uh, the Lord's been good to us. And I, Brother Archie, I appreciate every time the Lord's helped us. And I'm glad to be with you again today. Amen. 
He spoke in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse number 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in wisdom, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. Unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness, but unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than man. Amen. And I want to preach to us this morning from these setting of Scriptures. There where I begin to read, he said he desired to preach the gospel not with wisdom, words of wisdom, but that he could preach the cross and uh, preach it in such a way that the cross, Brother Archie, would not become of none effect. Amen. And that it would be, amen, that that would cause me in the preaching of the cross would be to those that are lost foolishness but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Amen. And I'd like to preach to us some today about, amen, the cross. And uh, I, the Lord dealt with me a few days ago. I have preached this at home. And I felt like if I had the chance to preach here, I'd, I'd say the same thing. But I, I'd like to talk to us this morning some about the cross. Amen. I noticed that... Brother Archie, the cross has become very popular. Amen. You see it everywhere. Amen. It has become that that has adorned uh, men's, uh, the back of men's uh, vehicles, the bumper sticker. And uh, perhaps that may be on the back window and, and in all the jewelry and all of these things where men, amen, have adorned this symbol. Amen. Trying, I guess, to associate... Uh, Brother James, with that that took place on that day. Amen. But there's as much difference this morning between that cross and the one I just read to you about. Amen. They are as different as night and day. Amen. Amen. That's, that's the new cross, brother. Amen. But I want to preach to you about the old one. Amen. And uh, there are similarities there. I know they look pretty much the same. It's all built on about the same theme. There's only about one way to build a cross. 
Amen. So there are a lot alike. Brother Braxton and I know that. Amen. But there's a lot of differences, Brother Archie, and they are. Amen. Great differences as far as I can tell. Amen. And we are the people of God. And, and if you have a bumper sticker, I'm not preaching against that. Amen. That's not really my thing. But if you got one, that's fine. But what I'd really like to do is get a hold of that, that the cross men. Amen. And the message of the cross, brother. Amen. Until we can preach until. Amen. The cross would still have and effect. Amen. Amen. The Lord meant for it to be effective. That wasn't wasted effort He done that day. Brother James, He meant for that to have effect not only then, Brother Sammy, but for the rest of time. Amen. That men could look on what happened in that day. Amen. And they'd see the suffering there. Amen. And the dying there. Amen. And they'd be able to acquaint themselves with the Lord dying in their place. And not only that, it would be a place of their death. Amen. That's the difference between the new cross and the old. The, the, the Lord never intended for it to be window dressing. He never intended for it to be jewelry. Amen. The cross is a symbol of death. Amen. He said, I want to preach the cross. And I don't want to use wisdom lest the preaching of the cross would become of none affair. And I know there's people that don't care. Amen. And there's lots of people down where I live. Brother Braxton and hold that religion. They have their prayer be. And they have the cross. And they like to rub it. And they like to pray to it. And they like to anoint it. But brother, they're not one bit interested in going to the cross. Amen. That place that the Lord. Amen intended for him and I think we've replaced that it's much easier to hang it in the window than it is to go there amen until it has become of none effect men wear it hanging around their neck and if you just look brother Sammy you couldn't tell they had ever been there they couldn't tell you what it meant the cross is a symbol of death. Amen. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. The emblem of suffering and shame. That's what it's a signal of. That's what it's a symbol of. Suffering and death. The Savior bled and died. I know you've seen Him with the, the square post and, and the plain corners and, and the fine tool work. But I got an idea. Brother Archie, that cross didn't look that way. I got a feeling it wasn't directly proportioned. I got a feeling Brother Braxton is ugly. Amen. I got a feeling, Brother Sammy, there's nothing about that. Amen. That'd make you want to wear that. Amen. That it was bloody, brother. And I want to tell you, the Lord wasn't the first one that hung there. And He wasn't the last one that hung there. 
What makes that cross different is who it was that died. Amen. You can have that symbol if you like. But I'd rather get a hold of that experience and go to that place where the Lord, amen, would have me to go to the cross. In the cross, the song said, be that glory ever. The cross is a symbol of death. Death to the Savior. Amen. Death to the old man. Amen. People claiming to be saved, Brother Archie, that never been to the cross. That's why you're having so much trouble. Amen. The new cross says, bring along the old man. We will rehabilitate him. Amen. We will, amen, counsel him. And we will direct him. Brother Asher, and we will make him a better man. The old cross says, bring me the old man and I'll slay him. Amen. Bring me that old man and I'll put him to death. We are not going to rehabilitate Him. We're not going to direct Him into the ways of God. If we go to the cross, brother, we're going to kill Him. Amen. We're going to crucify Him. We're going to put Him under. Amen. And that old man will be left behind. And that new man can walk in newness of life. Amen. That's why we would prefer to embrace the new cross. Because the old cross causes us, amen, to have to look at our own death. Our own crucifixion. Amen. Our own being, being willing to be brought to that place where the old man must die. Amen. Tell you something, brothers. As a preacher, I understand Brother Braxton, I don't want anybody to leave. And I'd like to keep, Brother David, everybody I could. So I feel, Brother Kent, the temptation to try to say, Brother Braxton, I understand you're having trouble. I understand these things are bothering you. Just pray and, you know, come on, we'll, we'll do our best. Amen. I'm talking about wholeness, preacher, now. Amen. I'd like, Brother Archie, for there to be some way for them to embrace the gospel and still, Brother Braxton, be able to bring that on. Oh, I'd like for them to change someday. Brother Sammy, I'd like for it to get better. And so I'm tempted, brother, to say, Amen, he's a good man, but... And she's a good young lady, but... But the preaching of the cross, Brother Archie said, Bring me that man and I'll slay him. The new cross tells the bragger and the boaster to come do your boasting in the Lord. But the old cross says, Kill him. Amen. And the new cross says, Bring the ball player. And let him be a drug, a drug dealing, drug doing, and beer drinking, and foul language using ball player for the Lord. Amen. 
I know that's way out yonder, but they get a little closer in a minute. Amen. But the, but the old cross says, bring me that ball player. And bring me that old man. And I'll slay him at the cross. And we'll leave all of those old ways behind. And we'll bring him out of there. And sure, he can live for God. But he won't be like he was before. I'm having trouble with the old man preacher go to the cross. Amen. The Lord led by example to have himself nailed there and that old man crucified. It was not the same body that come out of the grave that went to the cross. You read about heaven? Sounds like to me there'd be no pain there, no suffering. The cripples won't be crippled anymore. The scarred won't be scarred anymore. Brother, except for one. And I understand, I understand it, Brother Archie, in his new body. He said, Look at my hands. Feel my side. Said that's over. Brother Sammy talked about in the end, the Bible said they would look upon him whom they had pierced. Those scars will still be there. Amen. Everybody else, you know, it's all passed away. Those marks, Brother Archie, they remain. Amen. I want to tell you if there's anything left of you besides the scars of your old man being nailed to the tree, then you ain't been to the old cross. Amen. Amen. Our young people are vexed and they are disturbed and they are confused because we told, patted them on the back and told them they were saved. But they never did. The old man never died. We told him, Brother Archie, it's going to be all right. And I know, I told you, I know the feeling. Brother Braxton, I want it to be all right. I want that young man to go. I want to tell him, Brother Danny, this is the way. Amen. But, Brother, I do him a disservice. Brother Archie, if I can't convince him to stay at that altar and pray through until the old man's gone, the old feelings are gone, the old desires are gone, the old sin has passed away until there's nothing there. That's final. I'm wondering what I'm going to do, preacher, with my habit once I get saved. Take it to the cross. It'll die there. You won't have to worry about it. Let them wave the cigarette in your face. If you get the old man killed, there'll be nothing there. Said, brother, you never been there. You don't know how. That's a physical addiction. I understand. I ain't never had it. Never had one in my mouth. And don't intend to if the Lord will help me. Amen. But I want to tell you something, brother. Amen. There's no reason why the the gospel and the power of the cross is not able to slay that as well as it can slay any other thing. I know I couldn't do without the can in her back pocket. And they prayed till the old man died, and they never had to have it again. The power of the cross slew it, 
killed it. I know we try to reconcile our weakness with the gospel. We make a mistake when we do that. We said since the experience of life teaches us how hard it is. Brother Braxton, to get free of the flesh, maybe it don't maybe it's not really that way after all. But brother, if you're a preacher, you do your people that hear you a service. Even if it cuts to where you are to preach the power of the cross and leave it there. We're going to be like the rest of them think, careful, we're going to have to have programs for all these things. Going to have to have the program for the addicted down at the Holiness Church. Amen. Because the, the experience they got when they got saved didn't deliver them. So now we've got to find a way to put them on a 12-step program and wean them off. Amen. Maybe we'll do like they do, Brother, Brother Archie. We'll have, a, have a, a workshop for those that are in adultery. I told you it wasn't going to be out there at the ball players the whole time. Amen. Maybe for the fornicator that, that, that just can't hardly help themselves. And they said, I prayed and I felt better. And we want to tell them it's going to be alright. And we don't want them to quit. And so we say, we got something that will help you. When what we really need is to get them in the altar. Brother, and keep them there by some means. Until the Lord would deliver them. And the power of that old rugged cross would take effect in their life. And slay the fornicator. I know, I believe it. Come just as you are. But if you leave like that, you ain't been to the cross. Amen. What are we going to keep? We keep making excuses for this and for that. We're going to have, amen, after a while, these things that drive me. Amen, to go to these places of entertainment and amusement. We're having trouble because some of them are really not that bad. A roller coaster for Jesus. I said that at home the other day and all his children's eyes lit up there like that. I want to tell you that that causes you to have to be entertained all the time. I like to have fun. But that one that lived in pleasures, seeking pleasures, Brother Braxton was dead while they lived. Amen. And it don't matter if it is a Jesus theme park. All of that would dry up, brother. If men would get the old man crucified. These churches that are running 30,000, they dare not preach the gospel. They dare not preach the cross. If those 20,000 people were to go to the cross and that old man and them would be slain, their programs would dry up. Their offerings would dry up. So that's why the preachers that are too cowardly to preach the message. And woe be unto you and me, my brother, if we get to the place that to spare the offering and to spare the program, we quit preaching the cross. 
We sing about it. We have it. There's one on the end of that pew right there. They're, they're on the end of our pews at home. We got three of them on the end. There's three crosses there that day, you know. We got three of them on the end of ours. Amen. I ain't talking about that. But brother, if you think there's any glory in that, I wish you would study the number of people that were crucified before the Lord ever came. And I wish you'd look and see how many times it's been done since he left. That ain't it. Put it on your windshield if you want to. But if you really want to associate with what happened that day, go there until the old man dies. Buy you a t-shirt if you want. Put one on your t-shirt. I don't care. Amen. Sometimes I think we get dangerously close over there where the commandment said don't have any graven image. Amen. I'll let you work that out for yourself. But I didn't know, it didn't say, Brother Archie, of, of, of certain kind of beast. It said anything. And they had trouble with that serpent on the pole, didn't they? And whenever they made it an image, brother, and began to bow to it. Amen. That's why there's no... Amen. There's people said we got a pre- piece of the original cross. I don't care. You'd have the whole thing and it wouldn't matter to me. The world has substituted a good feeling for that symbol, for the experience. The Lord didn't care. The only thing I ever read about where He said, when you do this, remember me, was when they were drinking that that represented His blood and eating that that represented His flesh. And He said, this do in remembrance of me. I do not have at home a cross picture that shows the Lord hanging there with all them people, you know, bowed around and weeping at His feet. I, he didn't look like that for one thing. And by the time they got through beating him, Brother Braxton, you wouldn't want to hang that on your wall. And when they pulled him down, Brother, that was a... You tell me what a cross would look like that had a man hanging on it. That was beat so bad on across his back that his insides was probably hanging out. And they slammed him on there and drug him down. Amen. You think you'd have that picture in your living room? I doubt it. We clean it up, don't we? Square all the corners, wipe away all the blood. Some people hang a little white napkin there to represent the linen. But the linen that wrapped him wasn't white for long. For lack of a better way to put it, Brother Eugene, it would have been very nasty. You wouldn't want it hanging in your house. The new cross. And I'll, I'll take the old. Amen. Amen. He said, Brother, if you'd read for me in Mark the 8th chapter and verse 34, Brother Richard, if you don't mind. Amen. The message of the old, bro- the new cross, brother, is one of compromise. Come, let's try to reconcile these two ways. And I told you, I know there's people, brother Sammy. I wish I, you know, there's they're part of my flesh, brother Braxton. I wish we could make this come together some way. 
You know, I know you got problems, and but Brother Sammy, the, the new cross preaches compromise and preaches room for that, but the old cross is an ultimatum. And people don't like that. Have you noticed that? You can preach in generalities, Brother Archie, and people will help you. You can be vague. You preach against sin, they'll say amen. They'll preach against this and that, and they'll help you. But if you ever give them an ultimatum, brother, they don't like it. That's why we don't like the old cross. The old cross says, come here and die. Nothing left. Nothing else. Don't take your habits. Don't take your tendencies. Oh, brother, that's just the way I am. I know that. That's why the cross said, come here. And we'll slay that. That's the way we believe it, isn't it? Brother, wholeness won't be wholeness if we ever get away from Brother Braxton bringing people to the plate. Amen. I'm for helping everybody, brother. But I think, Brother Archie, sometimes I, amen, we've made the mistake, I made the mistake, brother, of trying to claim an experience that wasn't there. I appreciate you praying, young man. But if the old man ain't dead, you're not saved. And I don't tell you that I, I've been leery of saying that because I don't want them to throw up their hands, Brother Nathaniel, and say, well, if that's the case, I'm just not going to try. And so, Brother Braxton, I pull away from saying that. But what's worse, brother, them going on like this? Amen. Thinking everything's all right and thinking they've been there. And no preacher had the guts to tell them that ain't salvation. The cross we believe in is a symbol of crucifixion. It's the symbol of death. That's where the old man go. Amen. To be crucified. Never. We keep talking about that old man being resurrected. And I could get myself in all kinds of trouble right here, but I hope I'm smart enough not to. But I hope, Brother Archie, there is such an experience that kills him for good. Amen. I understand all that, Brother John Don. Let's keep him crucified. Amen. If I understand it right, in the Bible, when a man got crucified, Brother Braxton, you just had to do it one time. And you kill the old man, he's dead. <laughs> See, now you know why I could get in trouble. Amen. People wondering, Brother Arch, exactly what I'm trying to say. Amen. You tell me what the Bible meant. Crucify him. And we say we're going to have a baptizing, and what this symbolizes is the old man being put under. And folks like to have moving water, Brother Braxton. Some of them so they can picture that old man being washed away. Amen. I'm for it. Amen. Not only in theory, brother, but in practice. <laughs> Amen. Not just something to say over the baptizing. I'm for it really happening, aren't you? Amen. That old man being put under. And that old desire being crucified. Amen. We talk about sanctification and I love it. But brother, if your sin and salvation's what you need. Amen. If your vessel is marred, saving's what you need. Amen. Deliverance from sin is what you need. 
Sanctification takes a vessel that is already clean. And the Lord ain't never sanctified the old man. He ain't never done it. Amen. I had that young lady tell me one time when I taught school, Sister Tina, she said, I know I'm having trouble with these things, but I'm not crucified and I'm not sanctified yet, and so it's all right. <coughs> she was wrong. She wasn't crucified yet. The old man still running things. Self, that old desire. I said, Brother Jeff, you know we, re we really can't do away with that. Is that where we've come to? That's exactly why I'm preaching like I am today. Is that what we've come to? That we're going to back up to the place that we have to say it really can't be done anyway. But there's people that's got a hold of it. There's people. Amen. We won't have to worry about rehabilitating that man. We're going to slay that man. Amen. There's a little paper at home. It's called the penny pincher. It's like the thrifty nickel or big nickel. They got them everywhere. There's a church down there, a Baptist church that runs little ads all through that paper. And it says, Brother Archie, that people with trouble are welcome at this church you read on and it say casino workers are welcome at the Baptist church people with problems brother Braxton are welcome at the Baptist church that's good isn't it what they don't tell you is brother Archie at this church you can come with all these problems and if you'll sign a card and pay 10%, we'll put you on a roll. And you can still have problems. You can still work at the casino. You can still have addictions. You can still be an adulterer. And it works. It works. It's where they go to give their money. It's where they go to spend their time. I was talking to one on the radio the other day, Brother Braxton, at station out Ocean Springs down there, and they were interviewing a preacher about his church. And, and all I listened to it for a couple minutes while I was in my truck, and they asked, all I heard him ask him was about his programs. You got a program for young people? Yes, he said, it's called such and such, and, and this is our program for them. Said, do you have a, what about a program for the elderly? Brother Archie, I know you don't know nothing about that, but someday in the future, should you ever need that, wouldn't it be nice to have a program for the old folks? How about a program for those, Brother Braxton, that are in adultery? You know, we got programs for them. Nobody ever said nothing about folks getting saved. Nobody, yeah, the single, we got a program for them. So they can meet and then go commit fornication after the little program is over. Amen. And come back and pretend like everything's just fine. Nobody talks about getting saved anymore. The minute that preacher takes the pulpit and preaches the old cross, he's done. Yep. Yes, sir. 
He can't afford to do it. Can you? Can we? Can I? Amen. The old cross is an ultimatum. You come this way or not at all. Brother Jeff, folks tell me, Brother Jeff, you know, we're just trying to get our version, our understanding of what wholeness really means. I understand that good men view a lot of things differently. But the cross is not up for debate. It's not up for discussion. If we ever say, Brother Kent, that it does anything less than destroy the old man, we've compromised it, brother. And we might as well throw it all away. It becomes of none effect. People wonder why you can sing about the cross and nobody cries anymore. We wonder why we preach about the cross. Nobody cries or nobody cares. They told me about a preacher. They said, Brother Archie, he used to be able to preach it. I don't even know who told me. It might have been Brother Sammy or somebody. He could preach it, Brother Sammy, until it sounded like it happened just last week over there in the next county. I don't know who it was, but I guess you probably wouldn't have told it. But we don't, we don't want to talk about that much. We like the new one better. It's easier for me to stick it on the back window of my pickup than it is to get myself down there where I can believe it and live it and preach it. It's still the cross. still the blood. Ain't nothing changed, brother, about what got us here. Amen. What's going to lead us on? Amen. The old new cross says bring that. Amen. You know what? The old cross would be opposed to everything today that is of the world. It'd be against it. I may not be, you may not be, but it would be. It is. It told Adam about his flesh. But Braxton, it was against him. And the cross brought about the punishment that the law demanded. The law said it's got to be this way. Some people said that's all done away with. That's not the case. The cross fulfilled it. All right. God didn't do away with that. He satisfied it. He was the propitiation, the satisfaction of the requirement. The law said this is the way it's got to be. And the cross says, we got it done. It is finished. You believe that, you trust in that, you vicariously, through somebody else's experience, Brother Braxton, put your old man there and say, nail him to the cross. That's why, young person, despite all of what you might be thinking, that's why you really ain't interested in praying. It's because you're still in love with the old man. What happens is sometimes the Lord brings people to places, Brother Archie, and brings them so low that they despise their flesh. They get addicted. They get in trouble. They get in prison until this old flesh is loathsome to them. Then, Brother Aaron, they say, I'm ready to pray. But when he's doing good, 
and he's having fun and there's no inhibition no restraint we love him the new cross will do we'll get a bumper sticker call it good what we really need brother is to drag that old man to that cruel cross tell the Lord brother slain slain Amen. Read for me. I'm sorry. I about forgot. 8 and 34. I believe it is. Amen. Listen to what the Bible said. Read on. He said unto them, Whosoever will come take up his cross and follow me. I want you to notice the reason these two are in here together is because they're both required. People have left off the one and went straightly to the other. But the cross they picked up when they wouldn't deny themselves is not the same one the Lord's talking about. It's a different cross. The Bible said they'd preach another gospel. They'd tell you about another Jesus. Paul said if anybody comes preaching that, let him be accursed. He didn't mention it, but the cross is that way too. That man that says, come to the cross and leave as you are. It's not the same one that Paul's talking about. And when Jesus said, if the cross you are carrying does not require you to deny yourself, you got the wrong one. Amen. Amen. We bring this along here. You know, I know everybody has their abilities and their talents, and that's the place, Brother Braxton, the Lord, give me an ability, bless them with talents, and put them in the body as it has pleased Him. But, if our churches count on our people bringing part of that old man with them for us to succeed, we are in trouble. If that man, when he was a loss, was what the world calls a shrewd businessman. What they really mean is he'll lie if he has to. He'll cheat if he has to. If I pastor a church that requires a man to bring part of that with him. For us to succeed. We're on the verge of failure. Amen. Amen. I know we got abilities and God can use them. If you sing, I'm talking, you know, things that God can bless. If you can find out a way that God will bless a man lying, Brother Archie, to get a better deal, I'd like to hear about it. Amen. Even if he is wearing a cross hanging around his neck, it really don't matter. If it was a lie before he prayed, it's a lie after he prayed. <laughs> Let him deny himself. Take up his cross. I want to read one more place. Brother Danny, if you'll read for me Romans chapter 6. This is very familiar. I understand that. Amen. What are we going to do, brother, with our young people that stooped in sin if the preaching of the cross becomes of none effect? If we don't reach for an experience that we can tell him, if you'll come and pray. And you pray through, it'll be different when you get up. 
Amen. You won't fight that. Amen. The old man will be crucified. Amen. I said, brother, I got such feelings there. I don't see how I could ever live for God. Kill him. I have trouble with that. I understand. I've, you know, I've been, I've flesh. I understand about all of that. Amen. The Bible said, Brother Archie, that it was possible for men to make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. There's some things, brother, we, you know, we're trying to hold and try to find the line. People have allowed things to come in their home. I know folks letting the internet come in and, you know, they tell you there ain't nothing wrong with that. But I want to tell you, pornography is still a sin. And if you got it coming in your home, you're sinning. And if you go into the convenience store and buying it, you're sinning. You might say, brother, I'm not doing that. That's all well and good. But if you are, if you're getting on, you got your, your own little MySpace page there and your own little profile. <laughs> and talking and doing things, brother, that nobody got no business talking or doing in real time or in cyberspace, either one. And if you could kill the old man and get him crucified, there's some of these things that you are making excuse for that you wouldn't even want. I'm not even going to discuss with you whether or not you ought to have it in there. I'm telling you, if you get the old man crucified, you're going to run out of reasons to have it. Amen. I don't even want to talk to you about whether or not it ought to be in there. I'm telling you, you get him killed, what you going to use it for? Amen. Read, brother. Amen. Yeah, start in verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Amen. Read on. I could have just read this to you today and I wouldn't have to say anything. This brings it pretty close, brother. How that are we that are dead to sin? Read on. Live any longer therein. Know ye not? So many of us baptized into Christ. You believe in Him? They tell you that the early church used to use the cross as a symbol, kind of as a secret sign. Sometimes they said they'd draw a fish. Sometimes they said they'd draw a cross. To be honest with you, I don't know where I believe that or not altogether. I do know that they said after a while, Brother Kenton, that it was so easy to duplicate it. It don't take very long to learn how to draw a cross or fish. So what they started doing, Brother Kenton, was learning the Bible. And they would quote a verse. Brother Archie, and if they met someone that claimed to be a Christian, or if they just, I guess, Brother Asher, trying to feel them out, they'd quote a verse, and then they'd finish it. But the emperor got to losing 
lot of his people. Because when they got to studying the scripture, so they could finish the verses. Brother Archie, they got to getting saved. Amen. But what I wanted to tell you, if that is true, and I suppose it is to some degree, the the devil latched onto it immediately and counterfeited, counterfeited it. And they draw a cross, and he draw a cross. This man was saved. This man was a spy, a liar, a traitor. That's the word I'm looking for. And they'd use that, Brother Braxton, they'd lead him down to the catacombs. And, and many people die, many Christians die because it's very easy for the world to fake their symbol. But they got over there to the gospel and to the life that it brought. And they couldn't duplicate that. They tried. But when them traders got to reading the Bible, it got to convicting them. And they got to getting saved. And he said, we got to change this. You might have read about the man that conquered the world for the Roman Empire. Constantine was his name. The story is that he was fighting one day and seen a cross in the sky. And something spoke to him and said, In this sign, conquer. And so that's the reason you've seen those crusaders with the shield and the cross there. And some of you might have wondered how would the Lord promote that. I'm here to tell you He didn't. All right. He might have seen the cross in the sky. And it's very likely he heard the voice in this sign conquer. But the Lord didn't tell him. And they went through the world killing innocents, slaughtering people. If they're here today, they'd kill you. Amen. Behind the cross. We've never lived in a time where that symbol has become more popular. Brother Archie, but has come to mean less and less. As a matter of fact, it's completely on the opposite. And it's very possible that the day they round you and me up, the vehicle they come in, Brother Sammy's life will have a cross on it. You know, those that really know about religion... Those that are really in touch, you know, they they get their agency together. Brother Asher and they get their uniforms. They have a cross right here with the pretty circle around it and light burst coming out from it. And they'll be rounding up heretics. And 1st of June, they'll be here. Rolling up in their vans, crosses, some version of what used to be called the Bible. Amen. Quoting to you why what you're doing, Brother Kitten, over there at your church is wrong. He said that don't ever happen. If they wanted to push it today, they could. The laws are in place that would provide them the right to do what I'm telling you about. It's just the climate's not just right for that, but it's getting there. And brother, what I'm telling you is after a while, the cross that people have embraced, it's going to betray them. 
And that symbol they put their confidence in is going to be what destroys them. Except for the people that hold on to what it really meant. And although you may not be able to find none of them pictured in their house, but Archie, they still know about the old cross. Amen. We're just flesh. We pick the easy way. We are like water. Amen. The easiest level. The easiest no path of least resistance. Amen. We're just people. But which cross do you prefer? The old, the old. Amen. We know that that man that's crucified with Christ. I'll tell you one more thing. I'm going to quit. I appreciate your patience. Paul talked about struggling and striving. About doing things that he didn't want to do. About not being able to do things that he wanted to do. And there's been people that have preached that is the condition of the saved man. I don't agree. It is a struggle. But if you'll read to the end of that, Paul says, Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? It was the practice, Brother Braxton, sometimes in the old and ancient world, if you killed a man, that take that man, Brother Sammy, and tie him to you. That put his mouth to your mouth. Face to face and hands to hand. Tie them together. And as that man rotted, the corruption that was eating away at him, the worms, all of that, would enter your body and kill you. That was the body of death. It's strapped to them. It's a means of capital punishment, if you will that the man that took the life had to give his, and this is the way they done it. And Paul said, that's what this feels like. That old body tied to me, hand to hand, face to face. The corruption that's there is killing me. I want to do good and I can't. And when I would do good, evil is present. He said, who shall deliver me? Cut me free from this corruption. The Lord will. That's who. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Read on. There is there now. Now therefore no condemnation. He's gone. The body of death's been taken away. That corruption ain't eating away at me anymore. It's been crucified. The cross set me free. Amen. Now He said those that walk in the Spirit. Brother Archie talking about them being able to follow the Lord and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He set them free. We killed Him. Amen. He said it ain't that way. Pray again, brother. Amen. Sister, pray again. You talk about a camp meeting. Brother, you talk about a revival at home. If we could get the old man gone and get that body of death removed until we was walking, brother, in newness of life. Amen. You talk about no condemnation. Why can't you raise your hands anyway? Amen. Why can't you sing? Why? People, people tell you, Sister Tina, I can do this and 
go to heaven. I do this and testify, but they're not. They said they could, but they're not. Ever since they started doing it, they ain't had no grace. They thought they could. Brother Mike, they could do that and go to heaven. They said they could. They convinced themselves they could, Brother Sammy, but they're not getting it done. They don't pray at the altar anymore. They're not singing. They're not testifying. Amen. It's a hoax. You've been lied to. Amen. You can't do that and go to heaven too. Amen. But the Lord will cut that man free from you today. Amen. That old flesh that's hindered and fought you all along the way. Bring him to the altar. Drag him if you need to. But Archie, bring him to the foot of the cross and let the cross slay him there. You ever seen a man pray through? The look on his face, you know something happened. You know, they, they get up and they got their head hung down. They all frowned and somebody said, you feel better. And they kind of... You let them pray through. You don't got to ask them, you feel better. How you doing? Amen. The old man's gone. It's like pilgrim that climbed to the top of the hill and nailed at the foot of the cross and that burden was cut off his back and rolled down the mountain. And he went away from there a free man, brother. No more carrying that load of sin. No more carrying that burden. But the Lord has set him free. The old cross. To them that are lost, it's foolish. But to us who are saved, I like that group, don't you? I heard about cliques. I understand how all that works. I, I know about politics and all that. But this is a group, brother, I want to be in. Paul said, to us who are saved, it's different for us. That cross is power. Amen. It is the power of God. Amen. Unto salvation. Everyone that believes, it don't matter your nationality or where you came from, if you can believe the power that's in the cross. There's salvation there. Deliverance. The old man's gone. gone. He said, any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. He said, Brother Jeff, I just can't. I tried. I tried. I just can't hardly do it. As long as you let the old man live, you will be destined to fail. There's no regeneration for him. And I'm, understand me today. The cross is not interested in regenerating the old man. It's not interested in cleaning him up. I know it's just words, but words mean things. And we preach, come and let the Lord clean you up. And I know what you meant. But the cross says, come and I'll kill you. We're going to give you a new man. You're going to walk in newness of life. You're going to be a new creature. What are you going to do about my habit, brother? You ain't going to have one. <laughs> what are we going to do, brother Jeff, about my problem? You ain't going to have one. 
What are we going to do, young lady, about that desire you had to wear things you shouldn't have wear? You won't have that problem. You get the old man killed, that's not going to be an issue, brother. Amen. All of that's going to pass away. Amen. You're going to be as different as daylight from dark. You'll be amazed at yourself. Amen. You'll be amazed that you can feel so clean and walk so righteous and do so well. You'll be surprised beyond your wildest imagination that you could live that way. He said, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. He loved me. Gave Himself for me. Tell you what the alternative is. We could set up a cross out here on this hillside and every one of us be required to pay. It's not what I want. All the guilty go by alphabetical order. My last name's S. I'll be there towards the bottom. People with A's and B's and C's, Brother Sammy, you, you have to go early. Everybody that's been guilty, everybody that's sinned, come pay. But yet, brother, that's exactly what the old cross requires. Every one of us, A to Z, bring the old man to the cross. Kill him there, leave him there, and be raised to walk in newness of life. You can't imagine how much your life would improve if you'd rid yourself of the old man. You can't even begin to imagine. Amen. Is that Brother Aaron preached about that man last night? It looked like Brother Aaron, that's what he wanted, but somewhere he must not have got the old man crucified people come and they like what they feel and we're spiritual beings always have been and when the spirit of God moves even people that don't know nothing about it they like it watch them they'll get to Brother Braxton they'll get to swaying the music they'll clap they won't do it like us because they ain't been around enough but they see us clapping and they just can't hardly help it because there's parts of that, Brother Archie, that appeals to them. They'd love to have it. But the old man says, you ain't going. And you can't have it. And preachers have left them there, Brother, till they have said, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm talking about wholeness, boys, now. That don't know, Brother Archie, where to go from here. And the problem is, they've tried to do both. And it just can't be done. Don't matter how much of a strong man you started out being, if you let that body of corruption hang on you long enough, it'll kill you. Cut him free. Raised to walk in newness of life. Was it Peter?